Classic, classic song, classic band. This one was written into us by Michael Cambria at Ramdangle. Good Ooh, Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> this is Pages. You need a hero. We love Pages here on the show. He writes, "If only the McDonald was in the background." I think that's Michael McDonald. I'm assuming it was in the background. This would surely break the Yatsky scale. Well, you hmm. can't break the Yatsky scale. Yeah. It's Dave, very resilient. Dave would argue that you can. Can, you can press your finger on the scale, but you, can, you can't you can break per, it. You can pervert the Yatsky scale, mm-hmm. which is something that happened recently. <laughs> but it will not break. But it will not break. All right, Pages. One of the their two albums are are very yacht rock albums. Extremely yachty. Yeah, yeah. The three Especially albums this. are two. They've, I think they have three, three, and two of them are called Pages. <laughs> <laughs> and one's not that yachty, I believe. This this beginning, this this, or maybe I made that up. This beginning here. It's this is a classic. It's a classic yacht rock open. What do you think about this, Dave? I'm sorry, I just uh, wasn't paying attention. I got a text from my mom. I sent her a photo of us, and she said, "Who's the one wearing a helmet?" And is I think it me? I think it's JD. Oh, I have my hat on backwards. Oh, that's I have, it. I have my hair helmet. Got to huh? keep that sun off the back of your neck. Um, uh, I'm sorry. What was the question, Hunter? What do you think of the song? What do you I think like of it. the opening? I like it. Because I know that you've been complaining a lot about opens with synth opens. I've... No, I've been complaining about the farty synth. But this is a real nice. EPS. We'll get into that. No, so I like this. I'm, that I'm was down. a farty synth. Play it again. Listen to that. There it is. No, that was more spacey than farty. Anyway, it's I, a space fart. Yeah. Um, if you fart in space, does anybody? Eh, never mind. If there are other astronauts near you. Yes, they, H- they will hear it. Hunter, who's playing on this song? Uh, okay, let me look. Because I'll tell you why. Right now, I'm I'm leaning on the very high end of the Yatsky scale for yeah. this song. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would. We got uh, Neil Steubenhaus on bass, uh, Jeffrey Jeff on drums, Paulina on percussion, and a uh, a newish name of Steve Kahn on guitar, who's a jazz guitaristo from L.A. who worked with many of the Yacht Rock greats, including Steely Dan. What's a guitaristo? It's someone, uh, Steve Kahn. Someone who plays the guitar. Oh, well. like a guitarist. Yeah. Uh, this song uh, also has a light brushing of Graydon, who didn't produce this track but did mix it. Uh, he had a whole lot to do with this album. This is, not every song. This is a nice yacht rock song. It's it's a little maybe it's slow, but that's okay. It really it's jazzy as hell, R and B as hell. Mm-hmm. It's got the right people on it. I'd say it's yachty as hell. Ninety three. I don't think it's quite that yachty. You never do, Dave. Uh, here we go. Here we go. What's right. yachtier than this? Uh, not much. Other essentials. I hesitate to call it essential. I, of course you do, Steve. What do you think? I'm I'm still debating whether to put this into essential territory or not because so thank you, Steve. the best the best pages is absolutely essential. Agreed. Is this among the best pages songs? They need a hero, Steve. They do need a hero. Um, can I'm I gonna, can I say something that I knocks it down for me a lot? Yes, please. The main character of this has way too much self-esteem. Oh, he's presenting himself as a hero? He's not a fool. Okay. And essential, I mean, he doesn't have to be a fool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perhaps his foolishness is but his he's egotism. A, he's a big bit of a I'll tell you. I'll tell you, if a kick-ass guitar solo comes in... No, that well, would have been where it was. We still have time for it to start. Yeah. No, it's coming up if it's coming. That, that's yeah. my one knock against this, Steve. Okay. Well... 
I think this is actually one of the better known Pages songs. Like this is like if you search Pages on YouTube, this is one of the songs that will readily come up. That in books. So uh, I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this on the low end of essential. I'm gonna give it a 91. I'm currently at an 87, and I'm waiting for a guitar solo before I commit to that number. Nothing's gonna happen. They don't have a. They don't have guitar, They don't have Icarus playing on this one. They have a jazz guitarist playing with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of doing his thing. He's yeah, not. Can you imagine like, wow, yeah, just came happening. in. That'd be fucking awesome. It's not happening on this one. That's then, not this song. I'm gonna stay at 87. Um, I'm gonna give it an 89. I don't think it's quite essential, but I'm not going to knock it down enough to where it doesn't have a chance. Do you know what right. I mean? Yeah. Because it's it's just about there. It's but, pretty damn close. Yes, but it's in, but I'm not as familiar with the song to like give it that mm, punch. Mm. I don't punch think it's up. I don't think it's special enough. Oh, I think it's a very special song. I think it's special, just not special enough to be essential. It lacks that special essential quality. Well, guess what? It has a 90, guys. Oh. Welcome to the essentials. That's yacht rock. Oh, no. Shuffle happy show. This is Beyond Yacht Rock, Yacht and Yacht, Volume 28. I'm J.D. Riznar in the Cubs shirt. Hollywood Steve. Steaming over there for a change. David Lyons. And I got a lot to say. And a uh, Thin Lizzy shirt. Hunter. All right. This one's written in, this song's written in by, oh, what we're doing today, we're rating songs on the Yachtsky scale. Oh, sounds yeah. like fun. Hey, just a review. Uh, uh, 50 is the, anything above 50, 50 and above is a Yacht Rock song. Anything below 50 is Yacht Rock. Okay, so... Written in by Clifton Stone at Unicorn Tadpole. Terrible Twitter handle. This is Donald Fagan, Security Joan. It's from 2006's Morph the Cat. 2006. Mm-hmm. This is 2006. And this feels like... I, I feel like... As soon as Steely Dan came back with Two Against Nature, they had a preset on their keyboard, and they hit their key, their preset on their keyboard and just sang songs over it. <laughs> There's not a lot of delineation amongst the, the sound of the songs that they, they were real, doing. They all really do sound the same. I mean, they all sound like mid-2000s Steely Dan. Every yeah. time we do one of these, I, it's kind of the same. I disagree. This doesn't... They don't feel so much in the jar zone on this one. Like, I was going to mention the jar zone. It feels like the jar zone. It's it does it? Yeah. I don't. I know it's of the era, but to me, this doesn't sound the, like the Jar Zone. Like it actually sounds like uh, harkening back to. I mean, See, but, I think the Jar Zone is actually a little yachtier than this. Well, I'm not going to argue that necessarily. I'm just saying it sounds more like. I mean, classic Steely Dan. You could argue it, it, is it fully on the boat or not? Anyway, sure, and we have. Yeah, but uh, this is a dumb name of a song, though. Security Jones. Sounds dumps, like yeah. Encyclopedia Brown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a children's book. Yeah. Security Jones, the legendary uh, black exploitation movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Starring Pam Greer's cousin, Sally Greer. <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she was flat-chested. Never made it. Yeah. Never made it in the industry. Um, I, I, I do like the gu- guitar solo too. That's mm-hmm. another thing that I. That, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this on the boat, but I'm not gonna put it strongly on the boat. I'm gonna give it like a 53. I had 55 in my head, and I'm going to stick with that number that I had in my head that I just said. 
What do you which feel? Which was 55. You talked about the song, Steve. What do you? How do you feel about this song? Yeah, I can't. I think you're, you guys are in the right territory. Like it, it's. I wish it were a little hookier too, like punchier. Yeah. Uh, it's, the name, yeah. it's the name of the song. Like yeah. that kid, it's, it's very meandering. That's the other problem with, with <laughs> Steely Dan. That's the other problem with the modern Steely Dan is there's like zero hooks. It's like we're gonna pick a lady's name, put an adjective in front of it, and, mm-hmm. and ramble for a little bit. I, I gotta hear this. I gotta hear the uh, this, the guitar solo again because I because I made note that I liked it. Searchman, is this it? It might be. I don't know. Um, Steve, do you want to? Sounds give more it? like a. Piano. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a 54. Okay. You all split the difference. <laughs> I gotta wait. I don't want to wait. Maybe it's coming. I don't like that. There's nothing like that in Yacht Rock. That dumb bass thing. No, I don't like that bass. It's just vamping. It's just a freaking yeah. smooth jazz song. I right. put it on the boat, though. I did put it on the boat. There it is. There it is. Nope. That's somebody singing. Did I hear the wrong version you of this? Speed through. through. How many it, versions man. of Security Joan <laughs> would there be, though? This is it. Oh. There it is. Yeah. Oh, man. Listen. Change mine to 40. Change my number to 48. I like this guitar solo. I didn't like the beginning of it. Change my number to 48. I don't think this is a Yacht Rock song. You don't think Jake Graydon could have played that guitar solo right there? No, <laughs> I think I think he could have, but he didn't. Steely Dan just get get they get nobodies now to do this stuff. It's zero budget. It's not like the olden days. Yeah, premium garbage back then, man. Premium wonderful stuff. I mean, it's not like there are a bunch of hot shot session guitars around anymore either. That's true. After listening to that guitar solo, I don't, know, I don't think I liked it as much as I yeah. thought I did. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm gonna give it a 51. Uh, it has a 52. That's Yacht. Here's a good one to do. Yeah, this, this is, is um, written in by Alex. This sounds like Super Tramp. It begins like Super Tramp. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, Super Tramp song am I thinking of? Take a look at my girlfriend. She's the only one I got. Breakfast and... Probably. Um, all right, this is Clifton Stone wrote this in. Oh, no, he didn't. No. Alex Grosby wrote this in. This is Atlantic Rhythm Section. So... Into you. It's a smooth song. It's an easy groove. Is it a yacht rock song? So, so I'll start off on this one because I pushed the Southern Yacht um, episode. Let's put this in a little bit of context of the time. This is 1976. Mm-hmm. So this is like yacht rock was just getting started at this point. So th- th- there was no context, and so you, and in our show, you really, you really heard that a lot of that stuff came later. But I will say, um, uh, well, they came later because I think people on both sides of that coin heard each other and was like, hey, you guys are kind of doing some smooth stuff. Mm -hmm. So are you guys. I'll come to L.A. or you'll come out here and we'll work together. Um, So I think that this really deserves proto Southern yacht cred. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 sort of nailing a version of the sound that that yeah. and it, it doesn't get it quite right. But the excuses, it's 1976 and it's right. Nothing, nothing. Yeah, it's still the Atlanta rhythm section. We know what they are capable of. And I would absolutely put this in proto southern. <laughs> uh, but I don't I mean, know what that means. I'd put it in straight up southern yacht. I think this is a, it's a dirty sounding. It's it's a, it's yachty enough. I'd go 62 on this. Oh, you're you're jazz and R&B, you're putting numbers on it already. That's fine with me. No, they, they kind of nailed yeah. it uh, on their own, like without really knowing what they're doing. Um, last I wrote, uh, they, I'm pre- I'm prepared to put this on the boat. I have no problem with yeah. that. 
Uh, they have zero connections, and I always the reason why I looked up so much Southern yacht in the first place was because I wanted Atlanta rhythm section on the boat, uh-huh. and so I just kept like certain links. They, the only thing I really found is that changing um, the puzzle piece until it fit. Yeah, exactly. You got to keep searching until you. I mean, yeah. we this That's whole we, show is reductive reasoning. No, it's how we come up with genres. We find one. And I get two. Find, no, yeah, two. two, and then find eight others. Uh, so, so Atlanta Rhythm Section were the uh, were the house band for the stu- uh, Studio One recordings in Atlanta. Um, not a ton of yacht rock was made there, but the fact that that it's the Atlanta's house band. These, yes, they're these, session guys. These are yeah. the session guys of Atlanta. These yeah. are the guys you get if you're recording in Atlanta and you have a budget. So really, and they have to be able to do anything to make a living yes, as session guys, exactly. so they have that versatility. So they have that kindred spirit with the scene, but they also, at that studio, they worked on... I don't know if they worked on, but these were albums that were made there that I enjoyed. Paul Davis, mm-hmm. uh, Journey, mm-hmm. the last one with um, Greg Raleigh. Uh, oh, Before Infinity? Or, yeah, it's oh, oh, no, Captured. No, well, that's a live album. It's, oh. uh, it's, it's Steve Perry and Raleigh. Yes. Okay, then it's a good album. I don't know what it is. It's I thought departure. it was Captured. I guess Departure. I don't know. Maybe it's not. I think they did Captured there. Because I, Captured is live. It's, okay. It's from uh, concerts. I think they were live in Studio One because I think <laughs> it was credited as that. Oh, and last but not certainly not least, uh, Buckner and Garcia's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pac-Man Fever was there. Oh, God, those guys were good. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to give the... I like this. I'm going to give it a 75. I, the fact that these are the session guys of Atlanta, that could be... That's a reality show right there. The session guys of Atlanta. And they really became <laughs> session guys for Leonard Skinner. They were like their backing band. Yeah, I mean, it's got that nice southern yacht sound. It's beautiful. Yeah, 75 is a good number. I was I was thinking around 72, 73. I'll give it a 73. It's grooving. It's jazzy. It's r and it's got, it's, got, it's got a little bit of that back and forth kind of yeah. bounce. Yeah. Like proto bounce. Uh, I'm going to give it a 68. Uh, it's, I think it's firmly on the boat. Uh, we got a 69.5. Yeah, nice. Six, yeah, 0. 0.5. 69 and a half. What, how do you 69 and a half? It's like a weird threesome thing, I think. Like somebody's patting you on the back? Like a third person's patting you on the back? Maybe a finger. Like the, third, the third person picks a side and then just kind of noses on in there. Or there's a surprise finger somewhere. Yeah. Right, yeah, I think that's what it is. Two people, mm-hmm. 69 and then all like, of a sudden, oh, whoop. The finger's usually in the nose. <laughs> Whoa, that's not sexual. That's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> sexual to me. I suggest that we do a 69 and a half. I'm weird. <laughs> yeah. See what's in that ear of yours. All right, this song's written in by Clayton Monabone Jackoff Gumbert. This Classic is, nickname. This is Calapana, the Hurt. <laughs> That's the most Michigan pronunciation of a Hawaiian word I've Calipana. ever heard. Calapana. 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 This is Calapana. <laughs> Calapana. Sorry, Calapana. <laughs> Good too. That's the sound a horse makes, JD. Clayton writes Hawaiian proto yacht, brah. Hey, he's our bra. He's our buddy now. That's also a very uh, Hawaiian thing to say. Bra, brada. Um, Dave, Dave spent time in Hawaii. Yeah. Can you tell? All right, Hunter, what do you know about this song? Uh, well, we talked about Mackie Fury. Remember a long time ago talking about Mackie Fury? Yeah, sure your 50-state segment. Yeah, a long, long, long time ago. Um, he's in this band. Or he was. I'm pretty sure he was in the band at the time. Um, he floated out a little bit later. Anyways, this is not not proto because this is from 1975. 
So it's a little late to be proto, I'd say. No, yeah, you can still. Like, I think we we decided Captain and Tennille were proto, and 70, they're from '75. Um, '76 is the year things can no longer be proto. Yeah, but I mean, but yeah, all right. Yeah, we're working on it, but it's in Hawaii. It takes a little longer for stuff to get there. It does, um, and to get back. So, uh, so if these guys had it's a, a long plane flight. Yeah, if these guys had a long like influence, it was like '76. It finally got there, and they were already making yacht rock. Anyway, uh, so these guys, I think these guys are just slow to jump on the seals and crops bandwagon. Yeah. Um, and that's not to take anything away from I. Re- Hawaii has a really good soft rock scene. It's just that it was like it wasn't yachty, and, that, and a lot of that is because they played a lot of acoustic instruments over there. That's just the thing they do—traditional mm-hmm. instruments. It's not. It's nothing uh, uh, bad about this um, to me. And uh, this song's about a fool. That's that's good, mm-hmm. but it's still too jingly jangly. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds to me like a like a late '60s pop song. Like something in 1975. Yeah, like a, like something you might hear the Fifth Dimension sing, the production-wise. Yeah. See, I hear like a little bit of. Uh, They're jazzy. Like they are jazzy. Maybe a little love boat theme, kind of that poppy. Mm, yeah, mid 70s. Okay. Just say. Okay. Uh, all right, we had to start the song over. We had yeah. a little computer crash. That so. was a yacht rock first for us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but what were you saying? We've never made a mistake before. No. What no, were you saying this sounds like? Uh, to me, this sounds like sort of mid-70s, late-70s TV themes. Yeah. Like, you got your love boat. It's a little more poppy and happier yeah. Than, yeah. than normally what I would say for Yacht Rock. Although, I guess it's dipping a toe in the waters, but yeah. how how far in are you getting? Yeah. Um, dipping a toe into Yacht Rock? Yeah, I think so. This, I don't think this, think is, this yacht is a toe rock, dip. Though. I don't think. I think it's a toe dip. I don't, I'm gonna, I don't think it's fully there. Yeah, I'm gonna give this a oh. 40. I don't think. I think, it's we, a have, yacht rock I think we have to define what a toe dip is. A toe dip is a, is a a toe dip is a person who's not really a yacht rocker making a yacht rock song. Yes. But there's another version of a toe dip where you're just kind of like testing the water, testing the water, and then you jump out really fast and go, I don't want to go in there. Yeah. Okay. But I'm giving this. Yeah, a, you're not. You're not fully in it. I'm giving yeah. this a, it's a cold toe dip. I'm giving this there's, a 40. Let's get everybody's numbers on this one. And There's another definition of toe dip that only happens in a 69 and a half. <laughs> but I'm going to give this a 48 because I think it's closer. Just just falls short. Uh, JD, did you give a number? 40. You give it 40? Uh, Steve? Yeah, I think it's really, really close for, you know, the time period and the geographical area and all that, but it's not quite there. But, uh, I'm going to go 47. Really close. Um, Surprisingly close. So, like Seals and Crofts, and I think these guys fit closer to that, uh, I do think that maybe there might be something on Kalapana's, uh, uh, plate that may be better for the boat. I don't think this is quite there yet. I think they need a, f- a little more of a stronger e-piano and, and dial down the, the acoustics a little bit. And uh, you probably get on there because you're, you're, heading, you're heading in the right direction. I'm going to give this a 40... I'll give it a 49. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it! You only live once, right? 46. Is Kalapana also a town? Nope. That's your answer right there. All right. Maybe? Yeah. Maybe if they had more than 14 goddamn letters in their alphabet, they... You know what? Never mind. Song number four, written by Toby Weiss at Toby1319. This is Barbara Streisand, I Found Love. He said, since you... I love, Found You Love. I Found You Love. 
Since you let Babs on the boat once before, gotta try again. Her 77 album, Streisand Superman, has an impressive number of the smooth crew on it. Um, Did the movie Superman come out in 77? Yeah. 78, somewhere around there? Like 78. 78. Okay, right. so she wasn't just naming her, her album after a movie she saw. Maybe she knew Superman was in development. Uh, There had to be a buzz. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, She probably had dinner with Christopher Reeves. I was like, ooh, I like this new Superman. He was so handsome. Yeah. Star will never stop rising. Um, Now Yacht Rock Song is a disco song. And I don't care who plays on it. Um, Hunter, you gave a list of names here. I'll read them. Uh, Foster, Paige, Poopin, Jay, Jeff. Oh, I was good. I wrote these in particular so I could say their nicknames. Oh, I'm sorry. It's oh, you okay. Like, you like nicknames? Captain, yeah. Captain Fingers, who's Lee Rittenauer, Larry Carlton, Michael Bodger. It's, it's a great crew, but they're recording a disco song here. Yeah. Yeah, this absolutely. Is, well, that's that's exactly the point of session musicians. Mm-hmm. They have to be <laughs> chameleons. They can do anything. Mm-hmm. So just because they're on them doesn't make a yacht rock. It's what we always discuss. Mm-hmm. But the thing about them is, what makes them important is that the way they play... By default, is a yacht rock sound. Well, yes. but they go they go in the studio and we're, we're laying down a disco track well, for Barbara Streisand, and then I don't ha- I don't own this album. Mm-hmm. This is the thing I don't own this <laughs> album. And on online, they just have a, li- a a big list of names who are just players oh, on oh. it. So I can't say I doubt they were on the song oh. or all of these people were. Yeah, on they the could song. have been on another. Oh yeah, you said on the album. Tracks. Sorry, sorry about that. They're just on the album. So fuck it. 25 for me. 25. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this song too much. Yeah. It's the writer boring. of this is the writer of this is most is more of like a Broadway. I think like Broadway New York. He like it's not like somebody from. And Streisand worked with him. Weird. <laughs> uh, 20. From old Dave Lyons. Yeah. Too slinky. Too disco stringsy. Um, I'll be generous. Give it a 27. Also for not, the for not the a, musicians. Not a very good song. No. It's not that memorable. You guys keep saying this is a disco song. It's a terrible disco song if it's a disco song. Yeah, I think it's for the disco. Yeah, you think this, this is, was this played is like at a disco? This is like it's just when, not a good disco song. Yeah, okay. this is when everybody would slow dance in between the hustle and staying alive. It's or, just, when they were trying to look for Mr. Goodbar, you or, know, in or, the discotheque. Or when Jewish moms would go, I know the music you're into. Here's the disco I like. I guess this part. I can do, I'm doing the hustle right now. Yeah, I guess this part. Let's get some numbers on this. All right, let's get some numbers on this. That's Yeah, this part is totally disco. I'll give it a 30 because those other guys... Well, I don't know if they played on it. I'm going to knock it down a few. I'll give it a 27. It's a 24.75. Hmm. Nope. Whoa! Hey, welcome back to the disco. We're coming in hot tonight. We're doing the hustle, the New York jive, whatever the heck dances you do. Yeah, the funky disco. chicken. Is that a disco dance? No, this is a little late for disco. This is 83, and I love this song. This is written in by uh, our old nemesis, Eli Lake. Eli Lake, at, yeah. at Eli Lake. It's like a sniveling Bond villain if, if journalists were cool enough to be Bond villains. He said this to me after we gave him a hard time calling oh, him. We? I gave, yeah. I gave him a yeah. hard time calling him. Listen. Our, our nemesis. We. <laughs> He's kind of complicit to the Trump administration because he was spreading the Susan Rice did a bad thing by unmasking, which is part of a job rumor in one of his columns. Not a rumor. She, anyway, he sent me a more recent article that tells more a more truthful uh, that a more truthful Trump is a piece of shit story. And then he also sent this incredible song. 
And so, yes, he is complicit. Complicit in making me enjoy doing this podcast. Yeah. Thanks, Eli. We needed a reason. Um, and as I said when you were giving him a hard time, that he he's... You know, he goes back and forth. There's things that you won't like about him, and then there's yeah. things you will like mm-hmm. about him. He's, yeah. he's quite a centrist. He's intriguing. Yeah. Well, I like him. I like him personally. Mm-hmm. I don't know him personally. I heard him interviewed. He, he seems like a great guy. All yeah. the liberals like him in, in Washington, D.C. He's, off, he's often on um, the podcast with Michael Rappaport, the I Am Rappaport podcast. Oh, oh. Good for both of them. Yeah. Um, boy, I'm. I'm I've a, learned a lot here today, you guys. I'm, but I'm having a hard time with this song because I want it. It feels like that cool yeah. Michael Jackson yacht rock production. It feels a little too fast, but I really want this to be a yacht rock song. I, I call. Need, I called it Michael Jacksploitation. Yeah, yeah. I know that term gets thrown out around a lot, but that's what this is. It totally is. Um, anybody of note play on it? Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, wait. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I do like the Herb Alpert horns in this. That sets it apart from Michael Jackson. He, I don't think he really had any horns. Like that. They're coming in later. God, yeah, those, I don't hear them. With no session players, I have to keep it right off the boat. 49. 49? With no guys. And that's, that's disco as shit right here. Well, it's, it's 80s dance. Disc. Yeah, this is like... But it's still, it's still, it's still got like one foot yeah, in disco. That's true. Uh, 42. There's the sax, and I think the Herb Alpert stuff comes after this. What, Her- gave Herb Alpert's on this? No, no. Yeah, Herb Alpert is memorable sax. Um, Stay with me tonight. This is a really good song. Did you did you just give it a number? I said 42. 42. Yeah, yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it off of the, uh, the Yacht Soul uh, vessel. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give it a 40. I really like it, though. Maybe I had a stroke while I was listening to this and heard mm-hmm. heard some sort of tr- some flugelhorn or something that it's something. Yeah, that's Herb Albert all the way. Flugelhorn, saxophone, yeah, you saxophone, it, man. Flugelhorn, little oboe. Yeah, maybe some bassoon. Yeah, bassoon. Do you want to get down there and play that bassoon? Clapping on like the fuck you say? I think it was the sax that I heard and yeah, attributed to a, a, a Herb Alpert song. Let's get let's get a number on the sun gun. Steve, did you give it a number? Forty. Forty. I I I give this forty-eight. Yeah, this is the extended club mix. It's I, <laughs> this, there, there's Herb there, Alpert. There's there Herb is, Alpert. Yeah. Right? That's some Tijuana brass. That's Herb right Alpert. There. Yeah, this is like Rise era Herb yeah. Alpert. Yeah. yeah. Listen. We just heard it. No, that's it's back not. to the sax again. Mm. It was there, though. I heard it. Thank yeah. you. Good I job. didn't go Good crazy. Job, Hunter. <laughs> Dang You're hell, still... is that there, that bassoon? <laughs> You're still strokeless. Uh, For now. I just, uh, yeah, I'll give it a 40. Wait, I'm going to give it a 49 because I heard the Herb Alpert stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what says Yacht. Herb Alpert. Uh, 45. That is Nyat Yacht Rock. We had a little too much fun there, thanks, Eli. Yeah. It's nice to enjoy ourselves. Bassoon! You really, you really got us, uh, you got us real, real, kind of got our Irish up. Song number six. Bart Kyle being asked, asking, he asked Dave in person at, at Dave's tribute night show. It's the Eagles, I Can't Tell You Why. Yeah. 
No, and he, he swears he doesn't like the Eagles. That's he, what he yeah, told. he swears that it doesn't sound like the Eagles, and he's he's right, it doesn't. And I gave him a little bit of shit in person for asking about the Eagles, but I told him I'd reserve full judgment until I heard it. Well, now I'm hearing it, and right off the bat, I'm not a fan of it for Yacht. I gave it a really good chance for I Yacht. Did, I, I did gave too. it a really I good chance. Too. And I felt it bounces more than other Eagles songs. It's smoother than other Eagles songs. It's a little more interesting than other Eagles songs. It's but got a little bit more of the right arrangement yeah. than other Eagles yeah, songs. Yeah. And then it just keeps droning and droning and droning, just like every other Eagle song does. Mm. Goes nowhere. No. Yeah, I mean, it's not that interesting, but I think this is an interesting question. It, it is. is an important it question. Is an interesting Definitely. question. Um, right, like, could this be a Yacht Rock song just without the Yacht Rock song being that good? I, I don't know if I said this when we talked about Timothy B. Schmidt during when I threw a bone to his his uh, solo stuff earlier, but I felt that this was the closest the Eagles came to the boat. I would agree with that. And it's because of Timothy B. Schmidt, um, and also because this is off the long run where they allowed just, like, In the City is Mm -hmm. on this. Like, like a lot of solo... Well, the the Eagles version of In the City, I believe, was on this. Not Not the Joe Walsh version, and there's... A slight difference. Yeah, but but they were One's a lot. Really good. A lot of solo work was creeping in at mm. this point because they weren't. I think they were just getting one more album in there to make one more bit of money. Yeah, they were the '80s hit. Yeah, they were starting to go their own way, if um, you will. I, yeah, Fleet, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, yeah. Pretending it was the Eagles. All right, I did. I did some research on this, and Hunter, I saw you wrote something that says my research is wrong. Yep. But that's not surprising. It's okay, read it. But this is why I don't like writing beforehand because yeah. I like to I like to discuss the, uh, this in the room. The, I don't like the synth; it's a little too farty. Which um, is good on southern. I know, yeah, I know. But these guys are kind of southern. But these guys they, are southern California. Yeah. They have no fucking excuse. Yeah, but the, but, the, but the, the Glenn Fry. Oh he, my god, guys! He's from Michigan. Say, <laughs> say your piece. Because this is an, we're listening to the Eagles for too long. Yeah, I like uh, way too long. I like this right. song by the Eagles. There's All right, the soft rock vibe and the countrified guitar solo are enough for me to keep it off the boat. But then I read that Jimmy Buffett sings background on this song, and throwing the fact that Timothy B. Schmidt is the one that named Jimmy Buffett's fans parrot heads means I will never take part of Yachtsking another Eagles song, even if you do come to my tribute band show and compliment my takes on Screeching Weasel and Jawbreaker. Okay, so I'll say my piece on this. I'll just read it. Uh, if you've been paying attention, Farty Synth uh, d- should help a southern vibe get on the boat. Uh, also, and Buffett doesn't sing background on this. I'm, uh, glad, I'm glad to hear that. He sings on uh, Greeks Don't Want No Freaks, <laughs> yeah. which is a Glenn Fry song because they are buddies from Alabama. Songfacts.com. You uh, steered hey, me wrong again. Hey, Jimmy Buffett, I'm going to try to write a song like you do. It's called Greeks and No Freaks. It sounds good. Hey, uh, okay. titles and rhyme. And as for the parrot head thing, I'm pretty sure Timothy B. Schmidt was making fun of them at the time. I'd, I'd like to hope so. It was a thrill. Oh, like, a de- like deplorables, for he, example. He was... They're reclaiming the word. Well, no, he... he he said they Jimmy Buffett. He was in Jimmy Buffett's band at the time, and he said everybody here looks like goddamn deadheads with with Hawaiian shirts on. They're like parrot heads. Perfect. And Jimmy Buffett was like, "That's a great term." And then they spread from there. Hmm. Got to be a lot of overlap between parrot heads and deplorables. I'm gonna give this song a 41. I think it's close. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I'll go 40. 42. 
40. For an Eagles song, very yeah, nice. yeah. For an Eagles song, it's remarkable. I can't Would wait you give to it see it. Forty-one. And Steve, I'm I'm a little shocked you haven't really just shut this whole thing down yet. I mean, here's the thing. The sound is, I feel like it's the closest thing I've ever heard from the Eagles. The whole thing is still just soporific is the term that comes to mind. It, uh, I'm going to give it a 33, and that's probably as high as I will ever go on an Eagles song. 33. Well, because uh, Tim was in Poco. Thank you, Hunter. And he was also on Pretzel Logic, mm-hmm. and I think this is the closest, and I like Timothy B. Schmidt. I'm giving it a 50. Hmm. Very good. That's very generous. Uh, and Bart, thinks- uh, it's slow and it's boring. But it's, there's there's other stuff yeah. that's on the boat that's slow yeah. and boring. Tim and Schmidt Bart- is he is a Steely Dan guy. You're right. He is a Steely Dan guy. And Bart Kyle, thanks for coming to the show. It was a delight to meet you in person. Uh, I got a forty one point five. That's not. All right. This is uh, written in by Nicholas Poe. Since I fell for you, by jo- Bob James David Sanborn. And Al Jarreau. Like Al Jarreau sings this one. Uh, but it's from 1986, right, mm-hmm. Hunter? Yeah, uh, Double Vision album. Um, this is All those names, they draw you to it. It's yeah. like, you're like, whoa, this is going to be great. Look yeah. at these names. Bonanza personnel. Yeah. Nope. We, can, we can listen to this as long as it takes for Al Jarreau to start singing, but this is just a, it's a smooth jazz. It's, mm-hmm. even, it's even like a jazz standard rehash. It's so, yeah. so far off the boat, I can't even stand at 18. <laughs> Yeah, 18. it's it's just the typical. Let's take a song and turn it into this different version of yeah. it to sell. It's yeah. almost like, oldie time. Yeah. If it's oldie time. If yeah, you, it's got to feel like it, like one of those old timey standards type albums, like the classic American songbook. Type I just wanted to say things. that to, to to get it out of me. Yeah, it's oldie time. <laughs> to like remind it. JD how much he and, hates and also time music. David Sanborn. That's a name you hear. The name David Sanborn. A lot. You know, you know you're probably in smooth jazz territory, mm-hmm. especially in '86. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, 22 for me. 22 for me. This is just, yeah, meandering adult contemporary jazz. I'd love to hear this live, though, in a little club with a little old-fashioned oh, yeah. in my hand. Like uh, Showman's in Harlem? This would be great. Going in there, having a scotch. Mm-hmm. I'd smoke a cigarette. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I would enjoy a nice peaty scotch. <laughs> Steve? Who? 15. P.D. Scotch, this is my bookie. Mm-hmm. He's, the, he's the guy who came up with 69 and a half. My I'm going to give it a 30. Steve, did you give him the number? Yeah, I just gave it a 15. 15? Sorry. Uh, 21.25. That is Miat Yacht Rock. Oh, it's, n- it's a nothing you can do about it cover. <laughs> There's a lot of these. Uh, this one's written by Alex Martinez, and this is Leslie Smith doing Nothing You Can Do About It. Um, let's, I'm going to look up Leslie Smith a little bit while you guys talk about how you feel about this song. It's handsome. It's a handsome black man, right? Yeah, I like this. He's a handsome man, and he's also black. Uh, we're trying to paint a picture here, so he is a black man. He's we're handsome. In, we, don't, we don't want to fall in that Bobby Caldwell <laughs> territory. He was an Everybody... ugly, ugly white man. <laughs> um... This is, uh, okay, so I wrote, uh, this is one of those Magic Yacht Rock songs. It's hard to keep it off the boat, no matter who does yeah. it. Um, and I love the soul proficiency on this particular version. Um, there's a lot of Robbie Dupree Yacht York names on this. Uh, it's pretty much his whole backing band off of his albums, uh, at least the stuff that's on the boat. Um, highlights here are Lee Thornburg on horns, 
uh, Cheta Chetikoff on bass uh, and e-piano, Bill Elliott on synth, uh, and Joe Lala from Blues Image. Joey Lala, yeah. From on uh, percussion. And also, uh, shout out to Dennis Herring, who gets the guitar solo work on these. Those are the those guys all worked with uh, Robbie mm-hmm. Dupree. Yeah, and there's really nothing about this song that tells me not to give the old boat vote. Of course not. Oh. <laughs> it's great. I'll go. I'll go 78. No, 79. Yeah, I, I gotta say, uh, uh, folks writing in songs out there, I'm I'm not thrilled about yachtskiing um, covers uh, because. I don't know. I mean, it's interesting if, like, the original gets on the boat and then the cover doesn't. But, like, come on. This is getting on the boat. Yeah. It's just not very... Well, this is the first time we've done a, the cover. Because yeah. I don't think we, we didn't Yatsky the Manhattan transfer. No, we didn't do that. But yeah. that was interesting because it was coming from a world outside of Yacht. Like, yeah, no. Like, I, this I, one I, is I just, th- like, kind of... It's a pretty straightforward just version of a very Yachty composition. Yeah, I'll give this a 70. Well, that and he, this guy has, I think, is a better voice. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing interesting about about. Um, what, oh. what did you give it? I gave it a seventy-nine. Seventy-nine. And what did you give it, Judy? Uh, seventy. I'm also gonna give it a seventy. I think that's just about right. Um. It feels just a tiny bit more squared off than the. Than the original, like yeah. there's a little, a tiny bit less swing to it, which which is interesting because the cool guitar solo. Yeah, that's why I gave him a shout out. I had to give him a shout out. Um, it's interesting that the, like the other airplay stuff isn't that yachty on that album. It's very proggy, mm-hmm. and and nothing you can do about it is the one that's really firmly on the boat. Mm-hmm. It's essential. Um, and this, these guys probably have those like smoother chops, especially at the time they're making this. And it's not smoother for, for whatever reason. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not. I don't find it as essential. I find that interesting. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna go a little closer to Dave. I'm gonna give it an 80. Hey, all right. Uh, 74.75. That's yacht rock. All right. Let's jam through these last couple. Well, we're going to have to. It would be nice, too. This is written by Andy Sturdivant. I think we can jam through these. Yeah. Reach by Orleans. All right. Uh, this, is, this is pretty funky. It's 1976, so kind of early end of the genre. However, this is one of the best album covers I've ever seen. Describe. Uh, it's what, all, what, all... Haven't oh. we all masturbated to oh, this cover yeah. it's, before, oh, guys? It's the, it's the Orleans cover. Yes. With the bearded yeah. guys with no shirts yeah, on. Okay. It's like somebody was taking a photo and said, this is great, but why don't you guys make it look like you're all naked and hugging? Mm-hmm. It's a definitive Yacht Rock cover, but I don't know if these guys are necessarily Yacht Rock. They I'll, said, show me good touch. How, yeah, <laughs> how do you guys feel about it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cave to peer pressure. How do you guys feel about this um, song? Yeah, well, rock. as I said, we've all masturbated to the cover before, but at, at the end Today. of the day, at the end of the day, it's mostly just sad boy, uh, sad white boy, white boy funk. funk yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a few elements there, uh, uh, but I think this is one of those cases where funk doesn't really help it. This is this sounds like old dubs in here. This mm, sounds like yeah. old Doobie Brothers, pre Michael McDonald. Yeah. This sounds Brothers. like uh, listen to the music, mm-hmm. except Ooh, yeah, yeah, with, yeah, with less. Mm-hmm. 
uh, punch behind it. Gravitas? Yeah. Old train, uh, long train running. This feels this feel like Sly and the Family Stone, except, yeah. like, let's take out the excitement. Yeah, there's almost like a little, like, wick wick kind of, mm. like, just a touch of a wah-wah pedal maybe yeah. in there. All right, I'll give this song a 40, a 40. Yeah. 40. It's smooth. It's not the right Yeah, kind. they're yeah. like the doobies right before they yeah. could done. Yeah, yeah you know? that's 30, they're, 35. They're not quite yeah. the McDoobies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is what I call the, the oh, Mc, that's Mc, a good Mc, name for the it. The McDoobs. Yeah. thought of that today. Yeah. was like, has anybody coined that yet? Mc, oh, I'm going to bring that up. Trademark it. Oh. Trademark. You got the doobies, and then you have the McDoobies. Yeah, mm -hmm. before the McDoobie review starts bad. <laughs> <laughs> do do pre-Michael McDonald doobie songs only. And make a bunch of money. <laughs> did you wait? Did they, who gave scores? You gave it a forty. I give it a thirty-five. I want to split. I want to. I want to go in between there. I'll give it a thirty-eight. Not thirty-seven point five. You nope. don't want to do the exact nope. split. Okay. I rounded up. Okay. And I'll give it a uh, forty-five. Uh, thirty-nine point five. That is Niat Yacht Rock. Here's a, this is an interesting one to do, and I, I debated whether we should even do this or not because this really? is an unreleased track. This is a rarity from Steely Dan. <laughs> we don't why get would sued? Yeah, why would that? Well, just because <laughs> are like, they going to find out? He's going to it, respect the artist's wishes. Like, no, <laughs> I mean, it's just like it's is it a real is it a real song? They did they didn't it, release it for a reason. Dave. Sounds like a real song. I think their tapes got lost. I I'll think. tell you the story. Okay, tell me the story. Okay. Um, Apparently, oh, this is the second arrangement by Steely Dan, and this is written by Griff Glazer. Yes, and this is this. I'm guessing this is second arrangement, like part two or version two. There's like a there's a, thing. a lot of different versions. I sort of picked the clearest one. I think that which is I think is the second one. So I'll get to that. Um, so apparently this was a a a favorite song in Gaucho. Like everybody really liked this song, um, and it was almost 75 percent complete. Which is in, in the Steely Dan world that took. 16 years to get yeah. to. Yeah, they still had they still had a good like 7 8 years to finish yeah. it. Yeah. And so uh it was almost 75% completed when a junior engineer accidentally deleted it. <laughs> which caused Donald and, Fagan to go completely silent and just leave the studio without saying a word. That was like Dave last week when when Steve uh put his finger on the Yatsky scale. Yeah. yeah. And then he and then Donald Fagan went home and changed Change the numbers. Number on this. No, there yeah. was no number on this. One. I was pissed, guys. You're perverting the uh, whole system. We'll talk about it. Uh, they, so they tried to re-record the song, but it would never reach the perfection it apparently had before, uh, and it was left off the album. And I guarantee you, it didn't matter how perfect they got it. Mm, yeah. It was never going to be back on there yeah. because it because the first version version. And, was and how do you delete that in the days before digital recording? How do you just? Oh, the late Yankees game is on. I gotta record it on this reel to. Oh no! Yeah, he just recorded over something. Um, and Steely Dan. If you haven't heard the Steely Dan story, they were obsessed. They, they would bring in uh, two dozen guitar players for guitar solo. Like they would do every bit of the song over and over and over again until they found one a performance that they really liked. So for something seventy-five percent done to get erased, that is that really yeah, is that's a okay. ton of work, huge amount of work. I'm, ho I'm hoping I'm not mistaking the thing uh, that it was. I know it wasn't completed, but it, I hope it wasn't just seventy-five percent erased. <laughs> I mean, either way, you're, you're like. And it was almost yeah. complete. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, you're working. You know, the 70, the, the, it's a lot the, of work down the Seventy-five percent number sticks out. Yeah. Either way, so you can yell at me on Twitter, I guess. Um, 
This is the second. I think this is the second version. This is the re-recorded version mm-hmm. that was almost quite there, and then they decided to scrap it. Um, this, uh, yeah, this. Is, I mean, this is off Gaucho, which is the most yacht rock Steely Dan mm-hmm. album. So I'm gonna give this a yacht score for sure. Gonna, this is funkier than I think most of their stuff. Yeah, There's but a, it's, but listen to those jazz chord, those oh, jazz course, changes. Steely Dan. Yeah, it's Steely Dan. I mean, this um, is totally yacht rock. I'd go 78 on this. Yeah, 78's a good number. You know, I'm just gonna copy your number. All right, that's easy. Mm-hmm. 78, 78. Steve, what do you think? Um, it's. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell. It's a little faint. Uh, Very poignant pause, though. Dramatic. It's, I yeah, mean, it's, it was. Like I, I was. I leaned forward in anticipation. Top. Yeah, there's. I'm not gonna pay it off for you, though. I'm sad to say. Yeah. Uh, it's. I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go really non-committal. I'm just gonna give it a seventy. Yeah. <laughs> not not too high, not too low. Just kind of. Yeah, you're still committing I'm sure to a number. It's probably on a boat. A number. You yeah, should. Right. You should give it a range of numbers if you're going to be not. Yeah, not committed. Somewhere between a seventy and a seventy-two and a half. Is it? There's, so there's a weird disco thing on this. Uh-huh. I guess it's not necessarily funky. It's you know what? Disco. You're a weird disco thing on this. How does that feel? Jeez. Somebody put some spice in that guy's beer over there. Yeah. Spiced his beer. And now a little, it's, a couple uh, sprinkles of nutmeg in I there. Think I think it's lemonade. It's, uh, it's a summer shandy. Mm. Oh. Uh, okay. I You know, it's hard to judge this like you said that it's not a, their completed version. So do you... Do you how can you judge it fully? So I'll give it a nice non-committal number, like Steve, and seventy-five. <laughs> okay. What do we got? Hey, that's the end of the episode. Anybody 75? else see that flashing light in the studio? Yeah, hold on. It's okay, close. we got a seventy-five point two five. This place is haunted, isn't it? Mm-hmm. God damn it! No, I. That was me. I got a text, and my my light your flashes. phone your phone flashes when you get a text. Yeah. Shh. Ocean State Defender worked really hard in this song. I just didn't want to yeah. talk. We keep talking over it. I'm sorry. Yeah. You got a flashy text. It's a good song. It scared me. Your I flashy just, text. I'm sorry. I wanted to get it out there. I didn't want to listen to the whole song with you guys crouching in fear. Well, I, I, I thought, was it a fire alarm? Is like somebody trying to signal us? <laughs> Is Brousseau taking paparazzi photos? Yeah. Did he let the paparazzi in here? Uh, I just learned how to send a text with lasers. Maybe it was something like that. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, send your yacht and yacht questions via Twitter at Yacht Rock. Follow JD at JD Risner. Follow Hollywood Steve at Hollywood Steve H. Follow David David underscore B underscore Lines. Follow Hunter at Hunter Stare. Like or follow you Beyond Yacht Rock on Instagram. Like Yacht Rock on Facebook. Rate review us on iTunes. Go to yachtrock.com for a very useful experience. Buy a T-shirt. We haven't sold a T-shirt in a couple weeks. Buy a T-shirt. Um, theme of bumpers by Rob Crow and Ocean City Defender. Thanks to the whole Feral Audio family. What a great crew of folks. And thanks to Matt Brousseau for recording us. Thank you, Matt. Uh, and check out other Feral Audio podcasts at feralaudio.com. And sorry, OCD. Didn't mean to. I haven't heard from you in a while. And hey, Hope you're doing well. Make sure your black grandmother is registered to vote in your southern state. He's Canadian. You don't know where his grandmother lives. <laughs> it's true. That was for everybody. Oh. Oh. Oh, there's that flash again. Jesus. Did you just text me? You... No, I'm texting my mom. Right. Now you're going to text me in order to see this goddamn light. <laughs>